All right. <laughs> this is our first unofficial podcast. podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. Welcome to us shooting the breeze. Shooting the shh. <laughs> I don't know if we're trying to get this monetized, so I'm not. I mean, we might as well. We, we might, might as, as well. well. Okay, so. So how you been? So, as as we were talking about earlier off the mic, it's it's really just, you know, I, it's it's been tough to because you know I know that we both have, like pieces. So that we're we're talking about writing poetry specifically, and we have lots mm. of like rain clouds. You know, little little clouds in the sky of ideas, of words, of lines that we could use, but we can't actually get them together to make a storm. That's you know? true. Yeah. Ooh. Right. Damn. Yeah, that, that one's that's pretty good. That's a metaphor, right yeah. there. Hell yeah! yeah you know, that's yeah, a good yeah, angle. Yeah, that's a good angle. Yeah. And specifically, it's because, like, like, mm. like I was saying earlier, I really do, I really do want to write something LGBT focused because, oh, yes. yeah, we've got a lot of. He said, "By rights." Gay rights, not gay just rights, rights. Hell yeah, gay, gay rights. rights. Gay rights. <laughs> so, anyways, I do want to write something LGBT focused, mm. and there's a lot of threads that I want to follow. But I don't know. I guess it's really just hard to 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 get things together. And we were talking about this earlier. It's really just tough. Like we've already expended a lot of our creative energy on some of the best pieces that we've written so far the last right. ones right exactly you know, we write about because like you know the thing is as well is like personally i i do like to write about what i know so like this mm -hmm. is new territory for me and there's a lot of stuff that i do want to talk about in the piece that you know i want to i want to give justice to and sometimes i can't find the right words or right. angles to really approach it in a way that you know, because like my writing style, you know, I, you know, for a fact that I like to not only make it personal, but also make it relatable so that you can mm -hmm. take my part mm -hmm. out of the story, insert your own and feel like there's something for you there. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's the way I write. Right. So what do you think? What are your thoughts? My thoughts? Well, when it comes to, I guess, writing LGBT pieces, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, that I have written quite a few yeah. and I've actually performed one of them but oh yeah 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 you have yeah I have and it's basically the piece that I wrote uh, wherein I promised myself I had to write this mm -hmm. piece and I had to perform it very warmly we, received yeah might I add. by the way <laughs> very warmly received thank god right but it was something that I wrote that I promised myself I would before I came out to Mom, because I didn't have to come out to you. Come on, man. I, I oh, came out. Oh, please. my God. Please. Like, I didn't, I, I didn't it was even, like, like... It was like a slow realization that... I was like, like, hey, oh, you okay. know I'm gay, right? So she, so, she, so she played both fields. And I really just... It was really just a matter of you saying it out loud. Yeah. But we were like, we both knew. We yeah, both and it knew. was like, no, at least you were... You were, you were, you were courteous about it. You were of like, course. oh, I'm like really supportive. But like, like at the end of it, you were just like you know that I know, right? Like, it's, it's kind of obvious. Like, I know you swing both ways. Yeah, I mean... Like, I know you're bi and shit. When I'm... Because when I'm, when I'm checking out, mm. you're checking out, and I'm, mm. and I'm like, oh, okay. Because how could I not? Women but, are beautiful creatures. Anyway, aside from that, um, mm -hmm. I guess, like, for one, I do have some sort of... You know, like it's 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 first hand experience and like yeah. knowing what it feels like to be in that space and mm -hmm. to kind of experience like the you know, like the struggle 
within yourself, within everyone else, like no matter how accepting you know everyone else around you is. It's it's really just still a very hard thing to talk about. You know, like coming out is like a really hard thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. But it's not about that. We're talking about writing. And <laughs> um, honestly, I have not written anything aside I, I mean i haven't written anything that's complete since mm-hmm. that since what we wrote since what i wrote for you know um pride last year right and the thing is i mean the way i mean i feel like we have a really like similar process and yeah it's the thing is like we i mean at least for me i never write anything that i haven't particularly experienced at least mm-hmm. like first or second hand but Agreed. you know i mostly i mostly write things that i've experienced firsthand mm-hmm. because yeah and i understand that when when it feels hard you know like when you write about something and, and you don't you don't want to you don't you don't want to step on anyone's toes so like sometimes you like play it safe and write about things that you've experienced as you should mm-hmm. because it's respectful that way but i feel like that's like the least of our worries right now i feel like the thing that i find the hardest the most right now is like you know what let's just get into it because like we're still in it i think it's because of the pandemic you know like it's Mm -hmm. it's hard because as much as we love to isolate ourselves willingly yeah just knowing that the whole world is just closed off you know like it's 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 mandatory for the whole world to be closed off like we have no choice on the matter it's just it's so hard to know that everything has stopped basically life has paused and i don't know it's just such a conflicting feeling of like should i mean should i write about this because like Mm -hmm. you know like you want to write because that's how you express it the most and the best you feel like because i feel like but also at the same time I feel like, I mean, is it doing enough? Because like, I feel like, for me, that's a big thing that I, I, I struggle with as well when I write is, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the times, especially when I write about mental health and like the LGBT and whatever, it's right. like, I, I want to write about this because I've experienced it, but at the same time, am I doing enough? Mm-hmm. Because I know in my writing... I want to, you know, not just educate, not just to expose people, but to make them understand on a level, like what you said, that they can insert themselves into. Mm-hmm. And it, it's always at the back of my mind, like, is it enough? You know, because because if, if you're writing to um, mm-hmm. just, just for yourself, which is good. Yeah. But like if you're writing about things that you know a lot of people will gravitate towards and they don't resonate with it, mm-hmm. what is it for? That's a very fair point. And I feel like that is pretty important, especially if you know, you're trying to get a message, a certain message out mm-hmm. there. You want to make sure that the message is being received correctly because you know, there, there, there's going to be instances where things are just going to get lost in translation. Right. You know, like you deliver it with this intent, but somebody um, interprets it in a different way than you intended. So I, I, I absolutely understand where you're coming from. And I do, I do like that. Like write, 
that that's what I preached before when I was doing that workshop last year. Mm, it's really it. just uh, like yes, of course. It's really just write what you know. You got to start somewhere, so you might as well start somewhere you've been before. Mm. You know. But let me ask you. Yeah. Since we're talking about like writing and everything, Ooh. what are you stuck on right now? Hmm. Well, if if I had to say it would. I would say it would be the narrative that I'm trying to create. Because, mm -hmm. like, at least, at least, like you said, we do have very similar styles in the way we approach the creation of a piece. But right now, I don't have my narrative down. I have ideas. Mm -hmm. I have a direction that I want to go. But I don't have my structure. Right. Yeah, because okay. it's okay. really important for people to be able to follow. Right. That you know you gotta you gotta write it with like intent. So there has it has to go somewhere. Right. I like the way I write is like I like to tell a story, and I don't have my story yet. Right, and that's just so funny. Like, you know, I don't, I don't mean to like generalize, but like that's mm -hmm. the thing about poetry. Like a lot right. of people think it's just writing down what you feel. Right. And it's so much more than that because. On the surface, yeah, it's exactly what it is. Like, mm -hmm. like you're writing down what you feel. You're writing down what what you experience. But right. as poets, it's not just about that. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's not just about because like come on, man. Like if if we wanted to write about what we felt the whole damn time, we would have just just wrote on our diaries or something. Like we would have just <laughs> written a journal. That's true. You know, like actually no, because even journals have their own narrative. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. autobiographies and everything. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing. I feel like a lot of people don't realize that poems are a lot like stories. They're like books. Like they have to have, well, not all the time, but at least the way I write, and yeah. I feel like the way you write as well, yeah. is that, well, actually, no. You know what? No. Scrap that. I feel like even without structure, like even without structure, there is always a narrative, mm -hmm. like whether you see it or not. Because when we do write, it's it's... We always have to follow like a certain way of writing or like a certain path. Like I I write that way, right. you know, because that's exactly how I feel. Like what you said, that mm -hmm. um, there are just so many different ideas in my mind. And there's like, there's one particular thing that I want to write about. But the thing is, I don't know how to write about it. And it's not as easy as just saying... Well, you already know how you feel, so just write that. Like, it's not that easy. Mm -hmm. It's not that simple. Yeah. You know, I wish it was. Like, as poets, come on. How often do you wish it was that easy? That's because very it's, true. Because it's so... It's, like, for us, writing something is just cathartic, you know? It's so cathartic. And I sometimes agree. you want to just let it out, you know? Mm -hmm. you Like, it's like... Let's say, like, you're on a train, you know, like, you're mm -hmm. on a train and, and you're thinking about things and, and you want to cry, mm -hmm. but you you don't want to look stupid in front of everyone <laughs> in front of public transportation. That's so, like, true. you hold it in. Yeah. And so you try so hard not to cry, but you know you have to. Oh, wow. And so, like, you mm -hmm. get home and then you're like, all right, you're, you're in a room alone, maybe in the bathroom or, like, you're, you're outside your house, like, somewhere where you're alone. And you're like, okay, I'm safe here. But you can't cry. Mm -hmm. You can't. Like, no matter how hard you try, no matter how I much you. you think about what you were thinking about on the train that made you want to cry, mm -hmm. for the life of you, you can't. That's exactly what writer's block feels like. Oof. Even as a poet. Yeah. 
you don't even have to have to be writing like a novel or a story or anything mm-hmm. because like what I've already said like writing a poem is exactly like writing a story right right and it's just it's so frustrating when people kind of think that it's so easy because it's not it yeah. really isn't and believe me when I say we wish it was we wish it was <laughs> that easy oh my god wouldn't that be nice wouldn't it be oh. that such a wouldn't so that be such a great imagine how word? many books we could have written oh, at yeah. this. Oh, my God. Because yeah, I guess, like, at the end of the day, to, to really distill it, it's not about writing what you feel. It's writing about what you feel and have it make sense. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Because what good does it do you when it doesn't make sense? Yeah. Because you could be like, oh, I'm so angry today. And then you can just write a spring, I mean, sorry, like a string of expletives and just, like, exactly. vitriol, spew hate. That's easy. That's easy. You but, know, honestly, yeah. if poets wrote about just what they were feeling, you would call the police on us so fast. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. not even kidding. Oh, my God. It would be a thousand-page dissertation on why my day sucked the today. Dear Mr. President, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it, But, yeah. I swear. It, it just takes mm-hmm. so much. And I feel like, I don't know. Just another thing I feel like we should discuss is I feel like that part of like being a poet or writing poetry, mm-hmm. it bleeds into your personal life because like no matter how much it does. you try to exclude it from like your personal life, mm-hmm. everyone, you know, we like, well, artists, they feel that musicians, actors, poets. Yeah. Authors, they all feel that. Like, anyone who has made the human condition of feeling into an art, into mm-hmm. into a livelihood, into something concrete. Right. Wherein you always have to use actual human emotion as a reference point. I feel like we all go through that. Now, it's just so hard to not let it bleed into your personal life because a lot of the times and i don't know if this happens to you but like for me a lot of the times when i'm trying to process emotion and this is actually um i never knew that we we went through the same thing but okay. it was so nice when she put it this way but you know one of the best spoken word poets the most famous spoken word poets out there right now sarah k mm-hmm. she put it best when she said um what do you call this what did she say she said that i can't process something unless i write about it Oof. like that is the only way Damn. i can process something and i feel like i don't know it's like it's so cliche to say it's a blessing and a curse but it is because like mm-hmm. once you find that And for me, that's how I felt. Like writing is all has always been. Sorry, right. Zeus. <laughs> sorry, that was our dog. That was our dog. He's uh, it's uh, summer. He's got so a cough. He's got a cough. Anyways, hot. Anyway, I feel like that's always been the best, but also the hardest part about writing mm-hmm. is that it's so personal that sometimes when I am not able to express. What I'm going through, 
through writing, it's, I can't process how I feel. Like I have to know how to make it a narrative before I understand it for myself. Like, mm -hmm. oh, so this is what I'm going through and this is why I'm feeling this way. Like it's so hard for me to just feel it. Like I have to know how right. to be able to write about it, make a poem about it. That's an interesting take. And I would generally agree because there, there, there's really just something about an experience mm -hmm. when, when it's on the page or it's on your phone, it's in there, whether it's uh, actual ink or digital. When you finally read through the words of like when you're done writing it and somehow it just makes sense. Mm. And finally, you feel like finally it's out there. Ooh. And but the the feeling oh. of knowing this is exactly what you wanted to write about. Oh, can you compare that to anything? Incomparable. Oh my god! It's it's like that first drink of water when you've been thirsty all day. Oh my god! I swear it's it feels like the first mm -hmm. complete night of sleep you've ever gotten. After being, you know, like an insomniac for 20 years or something. <laughs> like, it just feels so... It's, it's so special. painful, but it's so relieving. It is, it is. Especially, especially when you, when you finally get the guts to perform it on stage. You know, oh. and you see the looks on people's faces and they're like, I get that. Right? I felt that. That's... I you know, I've been chasing that high since 2016. Me too. I think I think you know this. I think I think you know the story. You know, it was mm -hmm. just a crazy afternoon. I was driving around in the city and I was scrolling through my Facebook feed. I just had a coffee, had a snack. And mind you, this is like three years after my incessant yeah you know, nagging yeah. of like just do it <laughs> just perform already exactly because you're always like oh i'm so jealous of you because like you perform i'm like no one yeah. invites me i invite myself that's like, true just do it already and i felt that hey yeah and yeah i was really i was really just like scrolling through my facebook feed and then somebody one of my friends she shared this post about like this event happening in one in a hotel and i saw a couple of my friends tag themselves as interested one of them was going one of them was there and i was there and i was i was maybe like 10 minutes away from it no maybe five more like five mm -hmm. i was so close and i was like you know what i might as well do it now right because if i don't do it now i'm never gonna do it and mm -hmm. i swear i pull up and i come up to the to the venue because it was like on the second floor of the hotel in like mm -hmm. their function room i pull up Damn, and i went there money. <laughs> they do they got money. yeah they had a back they had backing mm -hmm. so anyways I, I was there and i realized that i walk into the room i didn't know anybody there because oh. they were all new faces and probably the only guy i kind of knew was like because it was like a joint event so it was mm -hmm. kind of like a, a like an art installation um and it was a gallery at slash poetry reading right and there was this dude at the bar just like mixing drinks it was like a mm. like a makeshift bar and uh, I kind of knew the bartender, but you know, I didn't really know him, know him. Uh, right. But he was like one, one familiar face. And uh, they were announcing like, does anybody want to register for the open mic? And I'm like, you know, I just, my, my throat was dry. And 
I, I was I, I just I just went up like without thinking I just went up like, well signed my name on the sheet right. and I was I swear to God like while I was waiting for my name to be called I was just ready to piss my pants mm. and then my turn comes up so I selected a couple of my pieces which at the time I felt like were my best work and I just ra da da you know just right, ra da da right, just right, went right, through right. it just do it yeah, just do it dive off the deep end you know and when I was done. Just the, the, the look, the look of like, what the hell do I even say? I'm scanning the crowd. They were, it was absolute silence. Mm. Cause <laughs> it was funny. Cause it felt like, I felt like they were trying to process like what just happened. Cause I hit them with a whirlwind. Right, right, you right. Know? And when I was done, um, they were just like, they, after maybe like a couple of seconds of pausing, you know, applause, the applause comes. And that feeling, that very first time that I did it, to get that reaction of just utter silence, they were, they just could not say any word. I didn't hear a breath hitch. Uh, right. And then after that, it was just an outpouring of support. And after that, I had like strangers coming up to me and saying, uh, "Holy crap, man, that was amazing. That was a great right, piece. Right, yeah, I really yeah. felt that." And that, that's it. I've been, I've been chasing that feeling since 2016. Man, just oh it's my God. incredible. Just hearing you talk about it, like I'm, I'm getting excited <laughs> for no reason. Like I, I want, I want that feeling again. Mm -hmm. You know, I miss it. I miss it, man. Like I miss performing. Me too. Maybe. And and feeling that way because, like, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Like it's been so long. Like I don't think I've performed any piece that I ever felt that way about okay so long like it, it's always nice like come on like it's it's so unfair to say that you know like oh i don't feel like this piece is good or i don't feel like it's been supported because it mm -hmm. always has like every single time mm -hmm. that i've ever performed it it's always been just like an outpouring of love and everything and support but just feeling that for myself you know that that's something that's so cathartic but at the same time something that people react to as well because yeah you know like as much as we want to say that um as artists like we, we we do this for us and we do it for the art like yeah we do like there's never a second that we don't do this for us because like in the first place mm -hmm. at least like well for me well for us at least you know like i will never perform something that doesn't ring true to me like i will never perform Agreed. something just because it's like a crowd favorite or something or like oh this is what's relevant right now like it's not a passing fad that i would just get into like no i want to do something that is that just like hits close to home for me but oh, yeah. at the same time like resonates with everyone else mm -hmm. because it's like a different kind of high it you know? is though it is because it's it's also at the same time selfish to think that as poets we don't feel that way like we're just really aloof about you know whatever we write or like we we, we really don't care about what everyone else thinks because that's, that's just for one that's just not true that's just that's a lie that's untruthful <laughs> and second it just doesn't align with what we're trying to do as poets because like yeah when I write poetry, it's to connect, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's to let things out, to try to explain, but at the same time understand the human condition. Mm -hmm. So, 
like to think that you write something for the sake of writing and not for anyone else to feel you know like for for anyone else not to to what do you call this to connect with it i feel like it's really pretentious to say that mm-hmm. i'm sorry yeah. if that's <laughs> it's hot take hot, hot take spilling but like, the tea i feel like it's pretentious to say that you don't want to connect with anyone because what are you making art for then? exactly and you know to, to expound on that point i mean just me personally it's really all about just telling a story and like mm. i tell many many people you included right you know um it just to connect to that point it's mm. the the main reason why i write is i really just want to tell a story and my main goal as i've told countless people that i've met is to really just make you say oh i felt that Right? I, even even if you don't have to say it, even just like that facial reaction where you look like you hit your breath yeah. or you just gasp right. and you just like hold your hand to your chest and like, oh, I felt that. Yeah. That's my job done. I derive immense satisfaction from somebody, even if it's just one or two people in the crowd, hitching a breath. And that, that's just, the thing yeah. though, like you don't, you don't even have to personally experience what yeah. we're writing about. It's just... It's 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 enough to know that you understand. Yes. Right? Yes. It's agreed. enough to know. It's enough to know. And I don't know. But like mind you, it's 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 of course not the first thing that we think about when we're writing because mm-hmm. it never is. It never is. Like since we're going into that, I guess for me, the first thing that I think about when I write, like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I feel like I do so much more editing than I do writing <laughs> because I write so much. Because I, I mean, y'all want to write, y'all want us to write about how we feel. It's so many things all at once, and I feel yeah. like I I spend so much time editing everything down. And but when I do write, when I I, I am in the process of writing, it's it's always about how I feel and how how honest can I be with my audience? Mm. But at the same time, how honest can I be with myself? How much am I willing to show? Right. You know, because no matter how vulnerable you feel, there's always that part. But you just, you can't, for one, you can't put into words. That's true. Right? And, And second, it's just like way too specific for your audience to feel. Mm hmm but there's that part of you that wants to share it and Very so true. there comes the problem that's the crux though like it, it's something so personal that you know not everyone will understand but at the same time bless you excuse me but at the same time it's something that um it's something that you want to share because you feel like in some form or another your audience has experienced as well for sure and i feel like that's that's a lot of the time where the the, the poetry comes in uh, right like you, uh-huh. you have to put it in a way yeah. that can be felt by everyone that's true and you don't you don't want to make it like super obvious you don't you don't want to just like shove it down your throat it's got no. it's got to s- smoothly glide in there you know just like it's got to be subtle mm-hmm. and that i think that's really what like um I think that's really what takes a lot of time. Right. Is to really perfect the way to 
explain and distill an experience in the form of like a two or three minute performance piece. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a thing, right? Because like you can't you can't try and hold their attention for too long because like at the mm-hmm. end of the day, even me, even us, we're human. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we are gonna lose interest if you go on for too long. Yeah. So you always <laughs> have to find that balance. That's very true. And I, I feel like as well, uh, like what a lot of people don't necessarily always get is that it takes it takes effort and practice oh yeah yeah yeah. because it's like you know you don't you don't you don't start out just being like a master at this like Mm -hmm. it's it it takes work especially when you're like delivering because like it has to be this tone of voice or you have to 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 stress a certain word a certain way to get the desired effect and it's a lot of practice and i'm just glad well i mean i was glad before the whole pandemic happened that you know people were starting to come out of their shell a lot of people were signing up for open mics and that made me a a very very happy you know when we're when we're hosting the events um attendance was great there was a lot of new faces coming in Mm -hmm. and out and it was just a an overall good experience so you know hopefully we can recapture that i I was sad to hear that our home books and brews they closed up shop so now we got to find a new home but you know what it is. It's uh, it's terrible, oh, but the show must go on. You know, we got to find a new home. I'm sure that art can't die that quick. No, 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 no. That's really that's really it, isn't it? It's like we, like I feel like our goal as a group, the Stray Poets Collective. I the mean, Stray Poets Collective. Follow us on Facebook. <laughs> follow us on Facebook. We're on Facebook. We're on Facebook. Facebook.com/slash the Stray Poets Collective. Collective. But anyways, I feel like our mission as a group is to really just you know raise awareness that art exists and exactly it's, it's important yeah and it's such a good it's such a good outlet because like you know everybody has their own coping mechanism some people like to play games some mm-hmm. people like to play sports some people like yeah. to sleep around go on dates you know the, bake, bake cook, cook whatever, whatever make art and at least in our case it's also art but verbal art verbal. yeah know, the spoken word or the written word mm-hmm. as it were mm-hmm. and i don't know i don't know it's a weird time and it's been tough trying to push something out it but has. you can't force it to happen sometimes it's like as much as much as writing is discipline more than anything at the end of the day you can't force yourself it's if it's really just not coming together you then, know yeah exactly then that isn't because i feel like the more pressure you put on yourself, the yeah. the the less it wants to come to yeah. you. And the art suffers because the of it. The art suffers yeah. because of it. Because I have to admit, um, I've I've presented quite a few pieces that I, it just I didn't have it in me. I knew right. it was un- unfinished, and mm-hmm. and I just did it because like you know I knew I had to. Mm-hmm. How do you it, get better if you don't, right? Right, like like honestly and. And this is why um, Neil Gaiman's speech, because he, he, he did a speech in one of the, the universities that he was invited to. Right. Do you know his famous speech about make good art? Oh, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. that It speech. was this speech, and, I, and I, I watched the whole speech. Mm-hmm. And I remember him talking about how, as a writer, you know, as an artist, as a writer, there were so many things in his, his life that he did 
that didn't exactly speak to his art form, which mm-hmm. was writing. Mm-hmm. And he took so many odd jobs, like not exactly odd jobs, but like he took so many jobs that you wouldn't even think like, oh, you're a writer. You must have been writing books since you were a kid and, and this is exactly right. what you did. But like, the thing is like, you don't realize so many artists have done like so many different things before they got to where they were. That's true. Like, Everybody's got to have a day job, right? Right? I mean, think about the most famous bands that you know. Mm-hmm. They probably held the job as like a manager in McDonald's for so many years. Mm-hmm. Which I know about. like the, Fry Cook even. Right, yeah. Fry Cook or whatever, you know. And, and Neil Gaiman talked about that, how he had so many jobs and... He had so many different odd jobs, but I feel like the closest thing, the closest job that he had to writing was basically writing for, I think it was either a magazine or a newspaper. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and he wasn't even writing about, it, it wasn't even that column where you could basically... Yeah, it wasn't like an editorial no, piece. No, it wasn't even an editorial piece. It was literally just like writing about things that were submitted to him by the higher ups. Like, you know, oh, you mm. better write about this because this is what's right. in and whatever. And, and he would write about it. And at the end of the day, when he was, you know, when he was at that point in his life, he was like, what, what am I doing this for? Mm-hmm. Like, I, this is not something that I want to write about. Right. But he realized that, oh, this is actually practice. Like, this is discipline, uh-huh. you know, like, uh-huh. because he always challenged himself, um, wherein he had to write at least, at the very least, one thing a day, mm-hmm. be it like a, like a sentence or a phrase, or a paragraph, anything, anything counts. And having that job where he had to write, where 99% of the time he didn't even like what he was writing about. Mm-hmm. He just had to write. Mm. It, it helped him so much. It helped him discipline himself, wherein like, you know, he, he was able to like, just kind of like think things like that. Like, you know, this is what I'm thinking about. This is how I'm gonna process it and everything. And it was so, so insightful but also it touched me in a way you know because like it's it's so hard because some people ask you like oh me you should write about this and you're just like i wish i could like i wish it was that easy wouldn't that be nice wouldn't eh? that be nice because i want to (laughs) i want to write about it but if i do now it's gonna be it's gonna be shit like it's it's no it's garbage it's garbage like it's trash like it's nothing like it's not the standard that i want it mm-hmm. to be but you know just like in that same speech neil gaiman gave it was just keep doing it no matter how useless it feels no matter how much you think no one is gonna listen just mm-hmm. make good art make good art you know like a crocodile eats your leg or something of that poem <laughs> just make good art you know that's true husband divorced you took the kids make good art mm-hmm. right because like as artists what else do you have that's true that's that's very true how insightful of mr galen is also <laughs> excuse you <laughs> But anyways, I do I do agree. That was a wonderful speech, by it the was, way. I, I remember I remember that speech, and I was just like sitting there, slack jawed and in awe. And I guess 
you know, now that I think about it, I think like my job is like, <laughs> it's, it's pretty good practice because like it entails a lot of dealing with angry clients. Mm -hmm. And you really have to be very careful and selective of the words that you use, True. as well as the tonality True. of your True. voice, which I feel like does translate, you know, when you're actually performing, because that's really mm. important as well. Like how you deliver a line is equally important as the line itself, because you could be you could be talking about, you know, the most beautiful woman in the world, but if you sound like you're bored, then, like, what good did that do, right? Exactly. Right? Yeah. So I think that that's really the takeaway at the end of the day is to keep making good art and to practice. Just just keep doing it, yeah. man. Like, no matter how bad you think you are, just keep doing it. Just yeah. keep writing. That's true. Right? Just keep writing. Just keep writing.